Welcome back to the Double Minor Podcast. Ryan Drury, Brock Beyer, and Brock, this week we've got a man with all the clout in the world back on the show today. Chris Clark, former Maple Leaf sports and entertainment extraordinaire, is on the pod. Clarky, what's up? Not a whole lot. I didn't drive a Zamboni, so I don't have that clout. So you're going, okay, so we're going to go right there, eh? Brock, are well, you ready what to else dig is into there? Okay. Bisey, let's let's just because Clarky just jumped the gun right there because that's what he does. Let's let's jump right into the Zamboni driver now. Let's let's give David Ayers his his credit here. He doesn't like being referred to as the Zamboni driver. Right, he is the he is the building maintenance guy at oh, uh, at the Marley's oh, building. What's it called? No, Mattamy. Actually, he's actually at Mattamy. He's not at the Marley building. Oh, no, he's, he's not at the that's, that Mattamy is the only you know place. He is? You know what he is? He's the fucking man. That's what he is. He, why is he um, the man? Like, why? Talking about clout. You're talking about clout. That guy has so much clout right now. He can go. He can go do whatever he wants right now and get away with it. He's doing it, man. He's on like he was on Colbert last night. I woke up this morning. Turn on the sports highlight. I saw the guy playing a piano with glove and blocker on. What the heck is that about? It- I, I, it's he's doing? a media darling right now, guy. I know it's unbelievable. No, I, uh, Clarky, you can handle this one because I don't really want to talk about it. It's just flat out embarrassing. You got, Mar- you got so many, so many talented players and can't get past the Zamboni driver. It was bar none the biggest embarrassment of a Leaf loss in since I've been alive. Like, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. I don't care, Boston 4-1, to one, blowing a lead in the third period. This was the most embarrassing loss in Leaf history. Like, but, the, like, the Boston 4-1, like, that wasn't, like, embarrassing. Right. Because, like, Boston's a really good team. That was team. terrible. It was heartbreaking. We have different terms, us Leaf fans. That was terrible and heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. This was a letdown. We, played, we was played on Saturday night. We played on Saturday night, and we, we won. And I called my dad after the game. I'm in good mood, right? We won. I call my dad. Hey, dad, what's up? Nothing. And I'm like, what? Like, I was like, why? Why? Like, what's up, dad? Like, what's going on? Just go home, Brock, and turn on the Leafs game. So <laughs> like, okay, oh like, whatever. Turn it on. I call him back. Is that what you're mad about? Yup. And I don't want to talk about it. Good night. Good game. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, like, was, yeah. I totally agree. And you know what? Tonight, the Leafs play Tampa. Mm-hmm. And I am, as you know, and as you are, a diehard Leaf fan. I probably like most afraid of a game tonight than ever before. Like they could lose fifteen to nothing tonight. Like, no, they could. They could. They could. No, no, no. This is this is this is the best thing about sports. They have the opportunity to completely redeem themselves tonight. Well, you're absolutely right. But what the yeah. hell happened Saturday night? Like, yeah. why doesn't Austin Matthews could have hit fifty goals? He could have broke Daryl Sittler's record. Like, it was all there in front of him. It, he was facing a Zamboni driver for 20, a, 30 a, minutes. A rank maintenance worker. 30 minutes. R- yeah. 30 <laughs> minutes. He could have. He was shooting pucks at a Zamboni driver. The, yeah. the, the interesting thing that I saw was, like, all the tweets of people that, because you can bet in games now on – on certain websites, right? Mm-hmm. So people were like hammering the over on Leafs goals when the when he came in. When David Ayers came in, 
there were there were props on like four and a half goals that were on really good odds. And people, some people were laying down like 200 bucks. Oh, I would have. If I had known, I would have. Yeah. For sure. Of course you would The first two shots went in. The first two shots went That's my thing here is like, it started off exactly like Rod Brindamore and everybody expected it to. Because he looked fucking horrified. <laughs> he was so, he, Rod Brindamore he he was. was so goddamn mad. And then, just... I can't believe what happened. Like, now let's wrap our head around this a little bit here. It's not as though David Ayers had to see a large workload. It was awful. That's what I'm talking about. That's why it was embarrassing. He stopped Ryan. six shots. That's why it was embarrassing. And the worst. Eight the shots, worst eight shots. You faced 10, you stopped eight. Sorry, he stopped yeah. eight shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight. But like, Sorry. seven of those were like terrible. They were flat. He made one good save. He made a really nice save on Austin Matthews. There's five seconds left in the second period. Casperi Kapanen's coming down the right wing, and he's got like six feet on the short side. Like the net's wide open. Yeah. yeah. He tries to pass it to Engvall, who misses the open net with two seconds left in the period. That would have changed everything in my mind. Shoot the puck. Like, what do you need? Like, well, do you understand and- who's in net? It would have it would have tied the score at four. Yeah, at that point, correct? Because right? they were down four to one. That would have yeah. tied it at four and put a whole different perspective on the third period. But you know what? Full kudos to the Carolina Hurricanes who did everything in their in like possible to stop the Leafs from uh, penetrating the zone. Yeah. So let's go from Bre- Rob Brendamore and yeah. how nervous he was to how happy he was after the game and how happy he should with yesterday's re- results at the trade deadline. Well, I mean, whoa. yeah. Like, I think. whoa. Let's get one thing straight. New York Rangers, okay? Yeah. They didn't only give up. They, they signed Kreider, which is good, but they gave up Brady. How do you pronounce that last name? Shay. Shay which is probably debatably the best-looking guy in the New York Rangers, and I'm going to give him props because he's a great-looking guy. And Spittin' Chicklet said it themselves. He's a great-looking guy, but now they got Tony D'Angelo. He's a great-looking guy. So New York also gave up a, a, a hell of a defenseman and a great-looking guy. So Carolina got way more good-looking, and they got way more better. I, I can tell you one thing, and I'm, I'm not a, I, I couldn't tell you anything about Brady Shea except I have a couple of Ranger fr- fans, buddies, and they hate him. Really? They hate Brady Shea. I don't think yeah. they hate him. I think because he, he didn't reach expectations. He, yeah, he kind of became their Jake Gardner, I guess. Like, still a really talented defenseman, really great junior player. He gave up a first um, for him, though. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like, that's the going rate, right? Because, I mean, when Tampa Bay is throwing out first-round picks for uh, Barkley Goodrow. My roommate I mean, came first... home and told me about the trade. He couldn't believe a first-rounder. He, he His his jaw dropped. It's for the Barclay weirdest Goudreau, thing. He's going to be a fourth-liner. He's going to be a fourth Yeah. It's strange, right? Because, like, so obviously Carolina did really well. They, they get Shea. Um, they get Vinny Trocheck, which like I don't really know what the Florida Panthers were thinking there, other than I guess they want to try and jolt the players by making a significant shakeup. But Carolina clearly wins that trade too. I just don't and think they to shake them up, but yeah, yeah, and and then yeah, you, you look at Tampa now, like Tampa made the right type of additions. I think I I like Blake Coleman. Um. Barkley Goodrow's a 
serviceable player, but I still just like the value sucks. And like people are talking about like, well, they both have term on their contracts. Well, how much is term on the contract of somebody that's, I mean, really not going to make that significant of an impact on your lineup. Like, but I like Blake Coleman. He's having a career year. Like, they also gave up Nolan Foote, who's lighting up the WHL, and then and then a first along with that to get play Coleman. It's like, okay, yeah, fine. Then they send a first, their own first, because that one was Vancouver's. Then they send their own first for Barkley Goodrow. I was like, what about a fourth round pick? Like, Barkley Goodrow? Fuck off. Like, yeah. Julian Breesbaugh... Julian Breezebois has to win the cup this year, and that's what his thinking is, I guess. But, like, when you think about the cap crunch that Tampa's going to go through, they're going to have to move bodies out. Like, Tyler Johnson's not going to be a, a Tampa Bay Lightning after this year. They've got other guys they got to try and re-sign. And now you've dealt away two first-round picks of young guys that you can <coughs> pick in a really good draft this year that could have potentially at least one of them walked onto your lineup last year or next year for cheap. I didn't really get what Tampa was doing. So I don't know what your guys' thoughts on it. I thought Tampa kind of, they made the right type of additions, but they whiffed on the value. 100%. And uh, Clarky, how about you take this one? <laughs> yeah, like what, what are you, well, what you, well, like you see what Tampa does here. And, you know, both these guys are going to be in the lineup tonight against the Leafs. We're it's recording this. right? It's, it's it, just, you know, it's just getting just, they, uh, the right mix. Did Zach Borgorzin from Sabres. Yeah, they signed Signed them to a 1.3 mil contract, which I just couldn't get over, but okay. Well, that's prorated, though. It's prorated, so he's only going to end up making like 400 grand, give or take. Oh, Um, only 400? Damn. For the rest of the year. Yeah, for the rest of this year. Like, that's it. See, Clarky, that word you just said there, though, is exactly why I have a problem with what Tampa gave up. They tinkered. Mm -hmm. You don't deal first round picks to tinker. No, you're right. Right. I don't. I just don't love what Julian Breezebois did. I like the additions to the lineup. I just thought the valuation was. Hey, the Leafs off. trade first round draft picks to get rid of guys. They, they do. Yeah. And if they don't make the playoffs, I don't even want to think about it. Is that pick lottery protected? Um, the one they the gave to Marlowe. I. Like, I don't even know. I don't, Carolina sitting. I think or did it they is. Trade that one. Did they trade the, the Leaf one? I think they might have traded yeah, it to, Car- to New York. Yeah. They traded one of them to New York. I don't yeah. know if it was the or the Leafs, but um I believe it is lottery protected top three. Um and the Leafs aren't gonna, you know, have a top ten pick. If oh, they miss let's hope so. if they miss, they're gonna barely miss. Yeah, right. So they, like they could win the lottery. They they technically could win the lottery. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'll rip boy, how things have fallen. Some Sorry. of these some of these big trades, you guys you guys can Sammy Vatnin also went to the Canes. It's um, a decent. Wayne, Wayne Simmons to Buffalo. That was uh, one of the weird ones. So this is yeah, what I'm thinking I, with that. I, I, I think I, Buffalo is looking at Toronto and Florida, thinking we're six points behind these two teams that can't win. Let's take a run at it. Let's yeah. get a guy in and take a run at it. Because you know what? Like – um, Jason Botterill has been taking the heat there, like big time. He's getting destroyed. Yeah, by and, our buddy Dwayne on the radio. Yeah, Dwayne who? 
Remember the guy that called into the Buffalo fucking radio station? No, I don't. You, how have you not heard this? I don't know. We And you know what, Brock? I, you're familiar with this, right? The guy that called into the Buffalo sports talk show and freaked out on the Sabres? Ryan, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, when, I go into no. my, uh, when I go into my car, I don't listen to the fucking radio anymore. This isn't the night. Hey, hey, hey. Don't I, be listening to two radio guys. Uh, you know what, listen. though? No, I listen. I'm a big podcast guy. You know, give me the ox. I'll play a good tune here and there. But no, I'm not a big radio guy anymore. So, no. uh, but wait, this this wasn't on local radio here. It was like all over the internet. Like Steve Dangle retweeted so it. It was you guys on all the social media than I am. Holy, it was, was on 55 WGR. They're all sports stations. Believe so, yeah. And and they have a show there with Bulldog and whatever the other guy's name is. And uh, a guy, this Dwayne Steinel guy, called in and shredded the Sabres for like five minutes. It was unbelievable radio. And uh, I'm actually going to reach out to him and get him on the pod because he's who? and he's become like a mini celebrity in Buffalo. Yeah. And who well, was that guy that ripped the Leafs after uh, Saturday's game on TSN? Ripped them apart. Uh, what? Craig Button. Craig Button. Craig, yeah. Yes, Craig Button. Oh, yeah. I've never yeah. seen a roast like that. He got actually so angry and upset. He was fired up. He was fired up. Like, he probably ripped out about 50 words there in a good five seconds. So, Craig yeah. Button is a former Leaf employee who might be have a little bitterness towards him and I think is relishing in the fact that the Leafs are sucking right now. Yeah. Uh, I Yeah, I yeah. there's probably something to that. For sure. Just like Berkey. That's when Berkey goes off, too, and, like, whatever. But the th- but the thing is is that they're not wrong about the Leafs and what they're saying about them right now, right? Like, I mean, it's let's talk about the trade deadline with them. What were you? What were both of you guys wanting or expecting to happen? And obviously, you know, not much did happen. They they bring Callie Rosen back for Michael Hutchison. Woo-hoo! That was really. How did they get someone for Michael Hutchison? That was uh, well, yeah. It's <laughs> you know that, that should just show you how good Callie. Johansson. Callie Rosen. Rosen. Wow. <laughs> Callie Johansson is a former capital who's Sorry. been retired for about 20 years. I, I'm old. I'm getting old. It's Callie cool, Rosen, man. like that's so, how bad he must I'll, be. Uh, I'll give my two cents. Well, one, one thing. Um, my roommate here in London is the biggest Boston Bruins fan ever. So okay. put that in perspective for me. So when they go out and make some deals that are going to help their team and the Leafs trade Michael Hutchison for an unknown defenseman, I don't know. I'm pretty embarrassed coming back home on Monday night. Um, no, he was in the Leaf organization. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, I the forgot, rest of the I league. forgot his name. Exactly. Yeah, I was, he's, uh, okay, he's unknown. He is. he is unknown. Yeah. I was, I was, I was pissed off the whole day. I, uh, I was pissed off the whole day. Um, I, I just, I just thought they were going to mix something up, and I thought, like Ryan, you said trade Marner, dude. Like, That's not what I said. That's not what I texted said. Texted me. I'll read the chat. I'll put it in the freaking. I'll put it on social media. You but said Chris Marner. That's not what I said for the deadline. I didn't say trade Marner yesterday. I said in the summertime, there is an opportunity maybe if they actually want to shake this core up and send a message to trade Marner. For pieces, be it another forward that makes less money, that is has some size and can score, somebody like that, maybe some picks, and then potentially 
free up money to sign a guy like Alex Petrangelo. Is he going to be able to re-sign St. Louis? I don't know. Theoretically, if you were able to do that, would you not take that as a fan? Yeah, I'd take it. Um, exactly. Did you so guys you're, watch? You're sitting there ready to fucking rip me apart. No, and, and I, I what I said was, he's the best playmaker in the league. Why would you want? No, to No, he's not, dude. Don't do this oh, to me. Right don't now. do it to me. If you mention the Washington Capitals right now, playmaker, and you get any Kuznetsov, I'll tell you to go beat it. Marner's way better, and he's younger, and he's more talented. He's going to be better than him. Well, well, you better start showing it. I'm not talking about Kuznetsov. I mean, Nick Backstrom's a insanely Nick better passer than Mitch Marner. The only but, thing going for um, Nick Backstrom right now is money in his mullet. His money okay. in his hair. Well, he doesn't have a mullet, but okay. He also <laughs> stands like a champion, so so disrespectful. But Marner's not the best playmaker in the league. Dude, Patrick Kane, Evgeny Malkin, Crosby, McDavid, Dreisaitl. I mean, the list goes on. Come on, Rantanen, McKinnon. Um, Marner is an elite playmaker, but not right now. He's not. I'm sorry. And I, I right. went off on him last week. Dude, this guy is counting his money. He's not playing hockey. Yep. It's, it's, it's awful. It's awful. Yep. And, like, did they pay these guys too much? It certainly looks like it right now. Like, the deal of all deals looks like the Nylander deal. But, yes. like, they, he's played well, yeah. Can this team, this, and, and Ryan, you're right. Like, if, if they have an opportunity to trade Marner, I would definitely uh, entertain it. But it'd have to be for the right. Oh, absolutely. Thing. You've got to do it for the right thing. Yeah. But, like, I'm telling you, these guys who begged for, you know, every million dollars and every hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, they wanted it all now, now. Are now looking maybe back and saying, oh, my God, we can't get, we can't even get a backup goalie because I make too much money. Yeah, you're damn right. That is the problem. They've Couldn't finally got more. a good goalie, right? I like Jack Campbell. And yeah. the team was playing for him, and he looked like he actually looked like a goalie because I don't think Michael Hutchison looked like a goalie. Right. But maybe it's just because he catches the wrong way. But like, <laughs> I, I like Mitch Marner is not playing well right now. Like, what was so like from both of you before we move on into some of the other big trades? Because obviously, you know where we are geographically. The Leafs are the hot topic here, and after what Kyle Dubas said yesterday, you know, post trade deadline about you know, the group going through hard times and all this stuff. Uh, I mean, you know, Clarky, you and I both both listened to Overdrive and and Bryant and Hayes had like a real issue with that because, I mean, his point was, well, haven't we gone through enough learning experiences, losing three years in the playoffs, not making it to the first round? Now all these guys get paid like they've won four Stanley Cups. Like where, what were your thoughts on Marner the other night coming out and saying like, we we can't find our willpower. I'm playing like dog shit. Like that personally to me would really piss me off. You can't find willpower. You make you make more money than Sidney Crosby. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's exactly what I'm saying. I, I, I did I did listen to Kyle Dubas speak. He's very well spoken. Let's just put that out there. He is very well spoken. Well, what's that word? He, I'm just saying in general, he is very well spoken and he watches what he says a lot and he's very mature like that. Um, but he, he did make sense. Like you guys can't tell me, I've had this argument with many people. Like you guys can't tell me that when Toronto Maple Leafs are healthy, when, you know, your top four D are healthy, when your top six forwards are healthy, like they are top five in the national hockey league. And when, when, I know, but when 
you get guys that, you know, Matthews has been on a tear this year. And when you, you get guys' heads in the clouds, it just goes to shit. But um, they definitely do need to figure it out. Like, you know, you get, you want to get paid, you know, eight, nine, ten mil a year, whatever it is. Like, you got to back it up physically and mentally. You Like, you got to, you know, you got to step up. And for the past two weeks, all those money guys have not stepped up. Like, John Tavares, I'm sorry. He, he, I have him on my fantasy. Great player. I haven't, like, he hasn't stepped up in any way, personally. He's tough. Uh, yeah. not, in a, not in a way, shape, or form. He is unnoticeable to me right now. I want to just say this. You know what? You know, the, these players, would they have played for $8 million or $9 million? Like, what's the difference, really, when you get that much? And this is where I think that the players and agents, more the agents, are ruining this game because the agents don't go through what the players are going through right now. Like, the the agents aren't getting written about and having to face the media every night. The agents are there to fight for every penny that they can get for these players, and these players are listening to their agents and saying, yep, yep, you're right, you're right, you're right. They don't have to go through what these guys are going through right now. And if Mitch Marner didn't have an agent and it was totally up to Mitch Marner, he probably would have taken less money. But his agent told him to, you know, you got to stay strong. We'll get this done. And we're going to get every cent out of these guys. Okay, you did. Congratulations, you did. Now the team's suffering. You're, I hope you're happy for the next six, seven years. Yep, I agree. 100% clerky. Yeah, it's it's a tough one, right? Because, like, I mean, you generally don't get paid like that to that extreme end of the salary spectrum until you've won something, right? I mean, yeah, like, right. here's yep. here's the other side of the coin I hear a lot, right? Like, I'm a Capitals fan, and people that are Leaf fans will go to me, well, Ryan, it took your team forever to win. And I'm like, yeah, it did, but we didn't have four guys taking up half our salary cap. Right. And didn't We your... were able to flexibly make roster changes. And if correct me if I'm wrong, who just re-signed? Backstrom? Who Nick. Did... Yeah, Nick. Without an agent, if I'm mis- not mistaken? No. Someone just signed in the league without an agent. It was Nick Backstrom. He negotiated his own contract, got right. himself a nice big raise. Right. And people said people said to me, wow, he's going to be making over a little over $9 million. Isn't that a little too much? Well, you know what, though? Compared Maybe to it Mitch is... Marner's, is it too much? No. Right. Because Nick Backstrom has earned it. And, and that's my point, too. Like... He was on what? a discount for 10 years. Like, honestly, if I gave you $11 or $9, would you really know the difference right now? Like, not really. No, no. I know no. we're talking a lot more money, but when you get up to 9 or $11 million, like, give me a freaking break. Like, honestly, give me a break. No, for sure. And, like, they've got opportunities in Toronto that other people don't have in terms of marketing. They, they have tons of marketing. Mitch is in those fucking, what are they, intact commercials or whatever the fuck, where he's yeah. the insurance yeah. intern or and whatever? And he's getting 11 U.S. Yeah, You yeah. know how much further that goes in Toronto? Uh, yeah. Like, that's like what? Like, that... They're all getting paid in, in American yeah. dollars. Yeah. It, it's a problem. I'm interested to see, first of all, tonight's game, and then... I'm not. Well, I, I am, just <laughs> as an outside observer. And then... Depending on how the spring goes, I'm interested to see what they do in the summer because, I mean, listen, like Kyle did what he said he was going to do. He said they'd be able to keep all these guys. They did, but it's come at a very heavy cost here, man. Like you've got – There's nothing they can do now. I I believe someone tweeted the other day. I think it was uh, that analytics guy, um, Dmitry Filipovich. 
He tweeted recently that no team in any sport with a salary cap has had that oh at least half the cap tied up in this small percentage of a roster in any sport. So like that, like Kyle's little science experiment here, and that's what I'm going to refer to it as because it doesn't deserve to be referred to anything else. His little science experiment here with these small, quick, speedy, skill guys all over the ice. It, it's it's great when they blow up, you know, the Ottawa Senators or the Detroit Red Wings six one, but when they come and play big boy teams, especially over a stretch of potentially seven games in the spring, they don't have that extra oomph factor. They just don't. Um, and obviously it's concerning. They better find it. Well, they better find it well, or they're done. Okay. Our boys, can we agree we're done talking about the Leafs? Sure, we can just, move. Just we, one we, last point. Let's move to uh, – Just move one to, last point. One last point. Yeah. Go ahead, Clarky. Uh, April 2nd will be Dimitro Timoshov, uh video at the video appreciation yeah, video night appreciation. <laughs> Detroit comes to town good okay, just so you know just so you, if you want to go to a game that's probably yeah, the one you should calendars for that one hey Brock what what do you still have the same microphone no uh, I do but I don't use it I oh. do use it, yeah sometimes I, you should tweet out a picture of that mic it's so nice it's a freaking <laughs> podcast mic like, yeah talking? I know that's what we're doing so tweet out a picture yeah, make it your profile pick, bud. Me and Ryan just started doing video. We should post on social media some video. But anyways, let's go to a legitimate Canadian team in the Edmonton Oilers. They uh, they uh, did a really good job, actually, I, I thought. Good job. Ken Holland, smart guy. Smart guy. Well, he – You got Tyler Ennis. He can't be that smart. Well, but oh, he yeah, who did the who, who did the Leafs get? Clarky, like why? Well, why do you say that Edmonton is like the best? Like they're not the best. Edmonton has one more point than the Toronto Maple Leafs. One point. Uh, yes. Edmonton also does have the best play in the goddamn world. So maybe yeah, and so probably, maybe they should have more points. And probably the they second are, best. They are going to be very good. They are going to be very good. They're, I they're like pretty deep. Like you can't. You cannot like like you cannot not like their lineup. Like they're 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 good. They're very they've, good. They've done a lot. I, I like Athanasiu. I think he's exactly the type of guy that will fit in with McDavid. They're both so fast. Um, Ennis is a good depth pickup. Like he's a depth guy that'll three you points. Know, yeah, he'll inject some speed onto the third line. Mike Green will do what Mike Green nothing, does. Nothing. He'll. He'll get the puck out of the zone and quarterback the power play. This isn't play. 2010. I oh, know. I agree Which, with Ryan. I agree with Ryan. He's going to be simple Sammy be, back there. Yeah, he's just going to be the simple get the puck out, make a crisp out, outlet pass, and hit McDavid in stride, and he'll be on the power play. That, healthy that's scratch, it. Healthy scratch. Healthy scratch. Well, you know. Well, he Mike Green's be a healthy scratch. Mike Green's better than half of the current Maple Leafs decor. I would rather have Mike Let's Green. Let's not take this to the lead. Well, I'm just saying Mike Green is a more legitimate NHL option despite his defensive lapses. He scored 30 goals one year. Yeah. He was robbed. What year? The, he was we robbed. So, like, so did Larry Robinson. I know. <laughs> Larry Robinson didn't score 30 goals. That's not true, dude. Paul Coffey did. Um, yeah, I don't know. And Yeah, no, just to your point, Brock, I like what Edmonton did. Um, let's talk about Vancouver. Like, they, they – 
made a nice addition with Besser being out in Tyler Toffoli, and he's a guy that they can keep. Um, I think they'll be able to re-sign him. Um, solid option. And um, Michael Furlan hurts, so Michael Furlan hurts him a lot. Yeah, him being out is really tough, and I really like him as a player. He adds a lot to their lineup. Um, but I think they have enough there to get into the playoffs and probably do some damage. Now, Markstrom being hurt is definitely a concern, but I would actually say that I think Vancouver might be the best team in Canada, like in terms of all-around roster. Quinn, he's a fucking monster. He's got 40 assists. Yeah, he's 40. a Bobby Orr didn't do that as a rookie. I'm just saying. And he didn't play in a generation like like ours right now. That's true. I mean, he's still the greatest defenseman of all time, but still. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's wild what's going on there. What's next? Uh let's go to let's go to the Hurricanes then. Let's go to the Hurricanes. Well, we touched on the Hurricanes right yeah, away. But I, I, about I, that, man. Where I, were you sleeping? Oh, enough. You guys can can it. We didn't talk about anything. They had goalie controversy, and I thought they were going to go and get Robin Leonard, but Robin Leonard went to Vegas. Very weird trade for me, to be honest. Yeah, that one was – like, I like it from Vegas's perspective in the sense that Marc-Andre Fleury's had some injuries this year, and their whole thought is, gee, if Flower, you know, tweaks his groin again in the playoffs, are we okay with Malcolm Subban? No disrespect to him as a goalie, but just – Robin Leonard really offers them a, a great one-two punch going oh. into the playoffs. I like what Vegas did a lot. Martinez getting Leonard in there. I, I'm I'm a fan of Vegas. I, I really, really like their team. Yeah, if Leafs don't make the playoffs, I'm cheering for Vegas. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Uh, let's go to uh, you know, let's go to the division or in the conference uh, rivals of New York Islanders. Well, God, the Islanders, that was a, like, I like the pickup, but again, like Tampa, I, I'm not really sure why John Gabriel Pajot is worth a first, second, and third round pick. That was Ottawa that. Ottawa won that. Yeah. The third is only the, if they win the, the cup. The third is only if they win the cup. And then, and the first is, has a condition on it as well. Um, if it, if, if, if it's a lottery pick, it bumps to 2021. But still, signs. No. What's that, dude? I thought it was a first rounder if he resigns. No, it. They're getting a first rounder. It's just that if they fall out of the race and it's a lottery pick, the first rounder transitions to next year. And he oh. already did resign. And he resigned and got five million dollars, which is great for John Gabriel Pajo. But is a five million dollar player worth a first or second? Ugh, that's kind of what I mean. I yeah, don't know. I agree. The Lou, but hey, man, credit. Like, I mean, at least credit the Lou father. He sees a guy he wants, and yeah. he just goes and does but, it. But more credit to Pierre Dorian, and I think Ottawa, like they, they, the perfect rebuild going. Ottawa are laughing right now. Perfect rebuild. If they, they could get first and second and third, really, but first and second picks, like realistically, they're gonna have the best odds to get the first pick. Yeah, they, um, they, they have an opportunity here to really make hay at the draft. Yeah, well, they have. To. They fuck this draft up. Even if they don't get Lafreniere, you've got Byfield there, Alexander Holtz. There's tons of really good defensemen available. I this is one of the deepest drafts we've seen in you know probably eight or nine years. There's a lot of really high end talent. At re realistically, every position on the ice. I like Ottawa's got to handle this right and hit on the right guys. 
and they got to get an owner who's going to fucking pay them when they come up. Good luck. Yeah, but I like what Pierre Dorian's doing, and yeah. and dare I say, at the current moment, the Senators might be less of a laughing stock right now than the Leafs, which is outrageous to think about. A year ago, everyone was crapping down their throats. Yeah. It was the biggest tire fire in pro sports. And now yeah. they've really set themselves up nicely Yeah, here. they've set themselves up. I totally agree. But now they have to do it. Yeah, you're right. And they like, have to I, hit. Like, please, they're not like, like Brock. Like that, that's an insane statement, right? Like they're big, like the Leafs are a bigger laughing stock than the Ottawa Senators. No. How, how, how is it not accurate? Look at the standings. Look at what's happening. The Leafs have like, like whatever. I understand what you're saying. Exactly, you do, dude. But like, come on. You know on. exactly what I'm saying. It's all relative it's all to expectations. It's but all it's all potential. relative. It's all relative to expectations. They're still a joke. Go. They're still but a joke. But just going hit, into the, the Leafs are a joke. They just yes, lost they to are. Zamboni drive. Yes, they are. They're a joke. Two things here. Okay. Uh, first thing, Clarky just said, bro. Um, what the fuck was that, Clarky? Did you just honestly call Ryan bro? No, he didn't. I think I said I, whoa. He, he said whoa. I think I said whoa. Yeah. Oh, whoa. I heard bro and I started laughing. I had to hide <laughs> my mic. Um, no, I think I think it, Ottawa was a laughing stock, um, but they're doing everything right right now. And, uh, you know, they're, they're not supposed to be anything special. They're, they're not, but they, they just call up, they're, they're calling up Norris from the A, and he's going to be a stud when he comes up and gets used to the league. But, um, you know, they're, they're going to be back in the hunt in the next few years. I think they're doing everything exceptionally well right now. They got a lot of good draft picks back for their players. Um, and, you know, w- was John Gabriel Peugeot really going to sign back in Ottawa? Like, Yeah, well, he's from right? there, so maybe, but whatever, he, he didn't. So Yeah, he might have, but, I mean, that's beyond the point now. And, and, yeah, they've got Norris is a really quality player. I like Colin White, um, you know, relative to expectations. I just, yeah, Shabbat is uh, do nasty. Do they have a goaltender? Do they have a goaltender? Well, they've, just... got, they've got a couple prospects down there. Uh, they've, got, uh, they've got Gustafson, who yes. I really like. He's a good young goalie, uh, really solid player, uh, did well at the World Juniors. And then they've got this Hogberg guy as well. I, I think Gustafson is their is their big prospect there. But yeah, like they've got prospects everywhere. Yeah. And I think it, they're looking at David Ayers as the back. End. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's just let's just touch on something here before uh before we have to go eat some dinner. Um what are your thoughts on everyone uh you know the 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 TSN guys, Foresight guys kind of touched on it. They wanna like, is this something really we're going to talk about, signing a third goalie for 100K and just traveling with the team? Like, is that something, honestly, we're gonna, they're going to do in the NHL? Did you, did you hear um, Jared Glant's answer to that? Glant no. said, not a chance do I want a third goalie traveling with my team. Not a chance, he said. Now, yeah. now why, why not? What is the holdup there? Is he, he would be an outsider. He wouldn't be, like, part of the team. Um, and he does not want an outsider with the team. But, right, but like I heard Frank Cervalli talking about it on the Jay and Dan podcast, and his, um, his thought was make this guy a full-time team employee when he's not 
at practice taking shots or, you know, God forbid, potentially being pulled into game duty. He's helping the trainers. He's moving equipment. He's, you know, you know, helping out the equipment guys, like make him a full time team employee. Are you saying? I can see why, but like it, this rarely happens. Like be real fellas. Like it, it happens once in a blue moon. It seems to happen every year once. Right, that's it happened, the thing. It happened yeah. in Chicago, and it happened in um, last Saturday night. Like it, it, it happens once a year. Like, don't make something mad. Like, it's just, it, it's good for the sport. It's good for, um, it's, it's just good for everyone, right? Like, well, it's, it's not it good for the Leafs. Good, but... It wouldn't have been good for the sport if the Leafs had to lit them up. That would not have. Been <laughs> yeah, it would have been bad in another way. But let right, me ask but... this question. Okay, does that mean I have a chance? <laughs> Well, based on what we saw on Saturday, yeah. Yeah. The last team we didn't touch on is Montreal. I'd love to hear your opinion, Brock, on Montreal. Getting rid of Kovalchuk. Um, my thoughts on Montreal. Tough question. Yeah, uh, no idea what's going on um, in the in the minds of their front office and Mark Bergevin. Like, I – I feel for Shea Weber and I feel for Carey Price. Those are the guys the most I feel for because they, they're just been trying to chase a cop and, you know, Carey Price has really lengthened it out there, but like either you're going to rebuild or you're going for it. You can't be, or, or unless like just a little bit of contention. Cause like, like, do you guys think that um, Claude Julian is going to get fired from there? Bergevin better get fired before he does. Um, yeah, I, it's a good, is it it's front a, office, is it the front office problem or is it? Yes. I think it is. I think it is too. Cause Bergevin seemingly like he'll do one thing really well and like have a good draft, but then he can't decide whether or not he wants to actually properly do a rebuild or he wants to just tinker with a lineup that just doesn't quite have enough. Like they're right. not good enough at center ice. Right. Just start. I've never seen anything like. You draft a player in your first round in Kukaniemi. I can't even pronounce it. Kukaniemi or whatever. Kukaniemi, yeah. Kukaniemi. He plays a year in the NHL. Then you send him down to the A halfway through. Like, that's just weird yeah, to me. Shit. Like, that's just very weird to me. Yeah, they, they rushed him in because they were so desperate at center. He actually had a, a really solid rookie year. And he's, he's in a team right now that just doesn't have enough depth surrounding him to help him out as a young player and he's having a really good season in the ahl and guys have to do that sometimes i think he's gonna work out but i i agree like montreal's a mess yeah what's up boys your wi-fi just go out no no we're good here you Here we are back on Double Minor Podcast after some uh, weird technical issues. Uh, of well, course, if you edit this, no one would ever know. Well, yeah. but, it, but you know what? We're we're raw here. We don't care, okay. and that's and that's why we just bring people the facts, Clarky. Okay. That's sure. what we yeah. do here. Maybe it's his microphone, that fancy microphone he's got. It's interfering with us. Bizey, your microphone is overloading your computer. Probably I have a four-dollar headset from Staples with a microphone in it. There's no like. Big microphone in front of me, Clarky. Like, I got a four-bucker from Staples. Okay, okay, fine. okay, okay cool. Fine. So, low-quality <laughs> microphone, much like the low-quality Montreal Canadiens front office, which we were talking about 
before the tech difficulties. Uh, let's move on, but Clarky, real I, quick, you had one thing well, you wanted. Here's what I want to say. Everyone's giving uh, Bergevin all this credit for getting Scandella for a fourth and trading him away for a second and a fourth and getting... That's a good trade. Hold on, hold on. Hear me out. Okay. Don't interrupt. Okay. <laughs> so then he gets Kovalchuk for nothing. He just signs him and yeah. then trades him. For a third, Well, yeah. here's the deal, okay? Montreal would have been way better off missing the playoffs. Like, Which they brought do. these guys in to make the playoffs. They didn't bring these guys in to trade them, in my mind. They brought them in to make a run for the playoffs. They failed miserably, right? and then they, then they let them go. And, yeah, he did a good job in the return, but their objective bringing them in was to make the playoffs. Yeah. You can't tell me that they wanted to just flip them when they brought them in. I don't believe that for Probably a not. So – this team is not built to make the playoffs. Once again, hopefully they miss the playoffs by like five points. Because as a Leaf fan, Brock, you and I know the worst thing a team could do is miss playoffs year after year after year after year by five points. Get a crappy draft pick. you got to take. Yeah, and, and that and losing to the Boston Bruins every year. Yeah. What was that? That and losing say? to the Boston Bruins every year. Well, but... It's They're growing there, pains. It's growing pains. Yeah. It's growing pains. So yeah. we touched on we touched on, you know, we touched on the big ones. Uh, you know, Jim Rutherford and Pittsburgh always just seems to get her done uh, at the trade deadline. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Pittsburgh really quick. I I think they're going to win the Stanley Cup again. I really do. And, and that wow. and, I'm putting that I am putting that on social media. Ryan Drury from CKNX, TSN Radio 800, whatever it is. He is betting yeah. on, this, on the Pittsburgh Penguins. fucking goof. Um, no, I, I really do. And, and, man, you know both of you as a diehard Capitals fan. That fucking pains me to say it. But Jim Rutherford has the biggest brass balls of any GM in the league. Um, and he swings for the fence every single year. And why wouldn't he? He's got Crosby Malkin, Jason Zucker, unreal pickup, you know, scoring since he joined the team. Um, you know, really like, you know, Patrick Marlowe. They tried this with Jerome McGinley a few years ago, bringing a veteran guy who really wants a cup. Um, and I like bringing back Connor Sherry. I, I think that that's a great fucking move. And Pittsburgh are loaded up. They've got the depth with their goaltending hold up. That's the one um, question mark I have with them. What's that, dude? Seems like it right now. It it really does. Hey, um, just the Leafs dummied them last week for nothing, guys. Well, I'm yeah. After a not so great performance <laughs> by the Leafs, um, yeah, Pitts, Pittsburgh did really really well. Um, you know, in terms of the other Canadian teams like Cal Calgary, uh, I like getting Gustafson. I like Forbert. Gives them some defensive depth. They were pretty quiet. Um, Winnipeg, you know, I actually like that they didn't do much because the Bufflin situation fucked their year up. And I want to get to the bottom of this. The Bufflin thing? Oh, yeah. I this don't is get a mystery, it. man. I don't get it. Well, this like, Buff, Buff's always been, like, a weird guy, like, in that he's he's a bit a of a recluse. There's got to be something more to this. That's my opinion. Yeah, you I don't think hear so, a lot too. From yeah, you really don't. Like, he's not in the public eye. I know, but... He just yeah. kind of, like, has disappeared and wants to fucking fish all day. Like, I get... I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's a weird situation. Um, 
Other than that, yeah, I mean, at least trade deadline day this year was eventful. There were a eventful. lot of trades. 30-something trades. 32 it? trades. There were more trades this year than any deadline day over the last nine years. And it was spread out nicely across the day for TSN. It really yeah. was. They they did a great job. Um, it was fun to watch. Um, I'm I'm interested to see what my boys look like with Kovalchuk in the lineup. One of my Another one of my favorite childhood players, Kovi and Ovi. Let's yep. fucking go. Let's fuck Pittsburgh. Let's go get another one. <laughs> yeah. Well, boys, uh, you know, I don't mean to cut her quick, but well, I got one last question minute. for you. I got one last question for you, Brock. Hit me. Eight and one, one, six, five, nine, 41. You are burning it up down there. Doesn't mean shit. Playoff start tomorrow. That's a real season. All right. I you love this to, kid. My yeah. biggest question is, yeah. have you got into yeah. a tough you promised. Have I gotten to a tussle? Yeah. Okay. So um, I'll tell, I'm going to tell a story here. Okay. So I, I think I turned. I, I think I told Ryan. So my first game back, uh, I was playing in. I was playing in St. Mary's, obviously for London. Uh, first game back, um, packed house in St. Mary's. Like they, St. Mary's doesn't have a big barn. But uh, when they it's filled, it. it is filled up. So there was probably 800 plus in the stands, and there's probably 500 plus uh, watching warm ups. So warm ups was buzzing, tunes are going, boys are boys are hyped up. They're like Brock, lead the way out for warm ups. So I'm like, goddamn right. Um, so I I take off for warm ups, and in St. Mary's, you go out uh, near the red line. Um, so I bolted out on the ice and I toe picked, uh, <laughs> I toe picked coming out of the door and I probably slid from the, from the boards to the middle of the ice. And I probably slid for a good 20 feet. Uh, pretty embarrassing, not going to lie. Um, but yeah, that was my first start in, uh, in Lundo and it didn't, it didn't, it ended well, didn't start very well. Well, I, then yeah. you got in a fight. And then, so we're playing. We're playing Leamington, and it's a, it's literally for first place. And we're up 3-1 in the third period, and start shit starts to go down. And I look down at the other end, and the goalie's skating to me. But here's the thing. I'm 20. I'm a yeah. big boy. I'm a tall guy in the net. And Leamington's goalie is probably like six feet. So he's like looking at me, looking down. I'm like, dude, like, I'm sorry. You're two years younger than me. You're six foot. I'm just not going to fight you. So I, I waved him back down. I said, no, you're a sport, sportsman, dude. I can't believe that though. You were bragging about that. I, dude, I'll do it. Like I a hundred percent will like name a place and time. Like I will, I want to, but like, I'm just not going to fight a kid two years younger than me. That's, right. and that's only, you know, uh, I have four inches on him, so that wouldn't even be fair. All right. You know what, dude? Don Cherry would be very proud of you. That was one of his <laughs> big things on the Rock'em Sock'em videos was that he didn't like it when the big guys pick on little guys. Yeah. Really? That You know what? I actually support your logic there, buddy. You're, <laughs> you're such it. a fucking sportsman. <laughs> and like Clarky just said, reading the stats off, not a bad fucking goalie. So uh, okay. Well, so uh, when no, playoffs start, there, bud? When yeah, playoffs? So tomorrow. Uh, yeah, tomorrow we play Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So uh, so that's February twenty sixth. Is game one. Yeah. Uh, Who are you playing? They're playing Sarnia, right? Yep. So London yeah. Nationals versus Sarnia. 
Uh, the Legionnaires? Yep, yep. So the Sarnia Legionnaires and uh, locally here, the Cyclones get started on the 26th as well. They're playing the Stratford Warriors at the historic Allman Arena. How about that? Uh, Bizey, another great pod. Great to have Clarky on to rip yeah, on you with. Clarky and uh, go Leafs, boys. Yep, for sure. Hopefully, man. Uh, good luck in the playoffs, buddy. I think Thanks. your team's got a really good shot here, dude. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. Fucking A, bud. Thanks, Thanks for listening to Double Minor. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Double Minor Pod, on Instagram at Double Minor with two R's, and we're on Facebook. You can find this podcast on Castbox and all the best fucking podcast apps. Give us a follow, give us a like, boys. We appreciate the support.